So 10 things I hate about machine heads. Now it's no secret that us at Games Brains Head Banging Life, we love machine head. If you've listened to any of our podcasts, um, go to the site, put in machine in the search bar, you're going to get a fair amount of results, be it reviews, single reviews, thoughts yep. and opinions and so on. So when we decided to do these 10 things about, we figured machine head was a great place to start, both the love and the hate side of things. But yep. because the internet loves negativity. Yeah. We're starting with <laughs> 10 things I hate about machine head. Now, to give you a rundown as what this is mainly about, this is, it's as much tongue-in-cheek silliness as it is serious. There will be a mix of both, particularly with yeah. certain other subjects we cover where it's not necessarily as easy to come up with 10 things you love about it. You know, if you said to me, come up with 10 things you love about um, Ed Sheeran, <laughs> I'm going to struggle. <laughs> I'm going to struggle. It's simple as that. I'm going to be looking and going, well... But He's you got don't, a nice haircut. The weird, the weird thing about it as well, though, is that to come up with 10 things you hate about Ed Sheeran yeah. is also difficult because you don't, because you're not a fan. You don't really know anything. He's not on my radar. You go, well, I don't like his music. Okay. And then you're like, well, that's, that's kind of it. Yeah. I don't really know him. <laughs> that, that, it it <laughs> is know? a real problem. But when it comes to something like Machine Head, it was easier, for me at least, than I expected. It was, um, it was easier. It wasn't easy. I didn't find it easy to come into 10. But I did get to ten. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, it wasn't. It was like a, you know, if you're, if, I'm a big fan of Machine Head, massive. And when if somebody says to me, "Give me ten, give me ten reasons why you like Machine Head," I'd be like, "Well, I'll just give you one. I really like their music, and that's my reason for yeah, liking yeah, Machine yeah. Head. You know, I like his hair, his beard, his beard. Yeah. No, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, you don't really have reasons like that. You know, you just like a band because you like a band. You know. No, that's fair. However, like you said, once you get into the tongue and cheek side of things, you can have a little bit of fun with it actually, and. Uh, yeah, hopefully, okay. hopefully that'll be more entertaining. The one thing I would say, um, and this is mainly for you, you cannot start arguing. Uh, oh, wow. Well, like, so basically, like, no, what I mean is if well, I say well, something... Well, going well, because we're arguing already. <laughs> if I say something, you can't be like, no, that's not that's wrong, because this and this and this and this. Right. This is 10 things I hate about Machina. We're going to do this. Am I allowed to comment on the ones you say? Well, the idea is to create a conversation, yeah. Right. But you... Not a conversation, but not a debate. Yeah, not a freaking, no, that's wrong, because he did this. No, I want to say you're wrong. And stuff like that, you know. I, I might say it. Well, I don't disagree. Because yeah. bear in mind as well, this is all opinions-based for the most part. There's going to be very few facts. Oh, it's absolute facts with me. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, <laughs> we're going to do this one each and work like that. So I'm going to go first. Okay. What the, so 10 things I hate about Machine Head. Starting first, criticism isn't always handled well by the band. In particular, Rob Flynn, but criticism can sometimes see them get a bit defensive. Yep. And as a band and a major band, you've got to be able to take that shit on the chin. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I do think you're right. Yeah? Uh, yeah. I've, I've seen, especially on the uh, social media sections where they come out and... Uh, do a few video, uh, uh, live or something like that yeah. after a bit of criticism. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, we only got to look at the fence that they got over um, the track Bastards and things like that. Yeah. That kind of was... Uh... Oh, no, they were right. One of the things, you, you well, just on this video as well, you're probably going to find that there will actually be crossover. There'll be things that maybe that you put down that you love and that yeah. I will also have on my list. Oh, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, so I, I actually wrote my list down. So um, the very first one that I came up with, I literally just wrote... Triple Beam, fuck that song. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough, yeah. <laughs> um, and this isn't about rap, because I actually uh, don't mind a little bit of when Rob does a bit of rap. I quite like the cover of Colours that he did on the More Things Change album. Okay. Um, some of the rap-y kind of style on uh, Burning, Burning Red. Red. yeah. I'm fine with all that. But Triple Beam, I fucking hate that song. I, I, it gives me the creeps, man. So, yeah, so... Yeah, I, I, I hate the fact that Machine had wrote Triple Beam. I wish, I, I wish they hadn't. I agree. It's not, it's not a song for me. It's not on my list, but um, I certainly agree with you on that one. Right, 
Rob, get off Facebook. That's what I've literally written. Um, I feel like Rob could, particularly going off the latest sort of uh, saga that involved the changing members and stuff like that, he's too reactionary right. um, to jump on Facebook and say like, oh, you know, I'm talking to the fans or something like this. Or he'll write an essay, a diaries of a, you know, madman crap. And it's too long, it's too rambly. And sometimes it's like, dude, social media can be great, but I think you're using it wrong sometimes. And jumping straight online to be like, oh, everyone's leaving Machine Head and stuff and confusing matters and stuff like that. It's like, maybe you just need to step away from uh, Facebook for a bit, lad, you know? Yeah, I get I get that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to jump down in my list a little bit then because I've got one that's kind of similar to that. Go on, um. um but, spoiler alert, <laughs> for one of the future episodes... <laughs> Because this, this kind of features on both uh, a love and a hate list. Right, I will say this because I should say at the start. One of the other things you're going to find as well is contradict. we're going to contradict ourselves like fuck on purpose as well. Yeah, yeah. Surely. This is we, fun. This, this is the idea. We're not critiquing, purposely critiquing Machine Head and saying that you should agree with why we Oh God, no, yeah. Things. But I, this, this is this, similar to your social media kind of Facebook yep. video one. Um, this is a thing that there are times when I love it about them, but times when I hate it about them. So I put it on the hate list and I put it on the love list. But at the moment on the hate list, I put about how open emotionally Rob can be in his videos. Um, I, well, you hate I, that. I hate it sometimes because I look up to Rob as kind of a hero. Yep. And when I see him on the verge of tears and it almost like it's a chink in the armor of your heroes. It's yeah. a little bit like, I don't want to see him like that. Do you know what I mean? It's a... Uh, I don't know, you know, like, uh, these, are, these are your heroes. You're almost like they're meant to be impervious. Yeah, I get that. Do you know that. what I mean? So sometimes it's like the, this, this kind of weakness. This is why I said there is, there is also a side of this that I love, but that will come up in a... We're not doing that one yet. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, no worries. Um, so that's the... Yeah, you sort of jump down the list for that one. Yeah, yeah, just because it was similar. I mean, if they come out similar, I'm going to move down the list because I haven't written mine in an order. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's not a top ten. It's just ten things yeah. for me. Um, all right, well, then lineup changes is one I put. I fucking hate in all my bands... I hate lineup changes for the most part, but um, Machina's lineup changes have always been a bit harder to take, um, depending upon who was leaving and so on, you know, whether it was Logan back in the day yep. or now more recently, what's going to be Phil and Dave. Um, it, I hate that. It's simple as that. It's just, yeah. I, hate, I want my band to stay four, five, however many members they are, and that's yeah. what they do from day no, one to day end. I mean, I'm not arguing with you. This isn't an argument. Go on. But I am going to say, I agree with you completely. Um, in comparison to some bands, they over their career they've had relatively few lineup changes. I mean, have you seen like uh, the list on some? I'm not doing this to defend here, but generally there's some bands where I look at them on I don't know. Say I'm, I'm doing some research online to write a review on a band, and you go like, oh, who's in the band now? Who's maybe I don't know the bassist name, and you see this list of like 75 people. This is exactly what I said. Don't do. No, no, I'm not talking about no, here. I'm talking about lineup changes in band. This is. You're not. We're talking about Machine Head, and you're literally no. now defending. I'm not Machine Head. I'm saying that I oh, totally, I totally agree with you that I wish they wouldn't change the lineup. Yeah. But I just thought it was an interesting comment that some bands have like 70 or nothing. Yeah, members. yeah. There's, there's loads that have it, but they're not Machine Head. Machine Head right now. <laughs> this isn't going to go well if I'm not allowed to talk. <laughs> just, it felt like you were defending them, which is what you said you wouldn't do. But surely, if my first line is I absolutely agree with you. But... And then I talk about other bands. But it's the but. No buts. Right, what's I your one? I think you're being defensive about me being def defensive. What's your next one? Um, I've put down the... Uh, if, if I could erase a little point in time from Go Machine Head, I wouldn't erase the music, but I would erase the midlife crisis image stuff that Machine Head did around okay. Burning Red. Um, the, the, the kind of shell suits, you know, yep. spiky hair and all that. Fine with the music. But the image, like, I mean, goddamn, I wish I had... I, I wish them photos didn't exist on the internet. 
I 100% agree. In fact, I'm going to jump down one as well because in my one, I've written the burning red image, yeah. which is uh, basically, I agree, it's the image of that period. You know, there were good music that came out of that, so it's not what you said, not about erasing the music, no. but the image, the shell shoots, the spiky hair, the tip, the tips, yeah, yeah, um, all that shit, yeah. yeah it's, it's, hard, it's horrid, isn't it? Let's get rid of that, basically, it's, yeah. I think it's probably more that that made people think they were trend jumping as well than the fact that the music changed because you can change your music without cutting your hair. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, it ties into my next one, which is basically early on they tried to ape what was popular. So um, at, at the time, rather than going their own path, so after, um, what's called it, the more things change, we hit Burning Red and Supercharger, particularly Burning Red more than anything else. It seemed like new metal was what was going on. I mean, she was like, we want to be part of that, that, you know, and they chose to do that from everything from the music to the image as well and I, that's something I fucking hate you know yeah don't do your own shit you know don't 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 you can say well they wanted to do it so it is their own shit yeah yeah but they yeah. were clearly trying to be part of yeah, that trying to, yeah, scene there's a scene happening yeah. and they wanted to be in on it yeah yeah no I agree um, I probably could, should have thrown this one out uh, before actually because it kind of ties in with your lineup change one actually but um, I did write down that uh Sometimes Rob appears to me to be uh, like it doesn't always seem like a, a four-person band. It sometimes mm. appears to be like a, a almost dictatorish, you know, with a uh, three people underneath him, calling himself the general, which might just be a kind of cliche. But you know, so it, when you mix it with everything else, the fallings out, the people that leave the band, um, you know, the fact that it's very much Rob's. Of, I know he's a frontman, but he's always it's always his videos on yeah. the You know what I mean? It's not it's not Machine Head. It's Rob. Um, the fact that um, Machine Head the social media page is very inactive but Rob's one that like Machina stuff goes out on uh, the general's one that's right first, yeah than, so, so sometimes it comes across to me like the, maybe you know it's not like a, a democracy <laughs> you know yeah maybe he is the boss and that's where it ends yeah yeah I mean I, I, I agree um, I agree uh, yeah it's, it's again these are all ones you can't not agree with because ultimately it's out there and mm. it's kind of as much as you can't you can't always try and hide your face from it but it is there unfortunately yeah um, I suppose no, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with something really, really different. Really different. It's a weird one. I hate that Supercharger actually has some good songs on it. Because <laughs> you spend your life defending it. Yeah. Because it's got some good songs on it. And everyone's automatically going, well, that's a shit album. And it's yeah. like, but it's not. Well, do you think it would have been easier if it had just all been shit? <laughs> it would have been easier yeah. if it was, it, it would have been easier if it was Metallica's Saint Anger. Yeah. Like yeah. that. Because then you would just be like, Pretend it didn't happen. Yeah, you can see, you know, but whereas like Supercharger has some bangers that, well, those songs, when played live, are even better. We're talking the likes of Bulldozer people. It's a fucking banger. It's as simple as that, you know? Um, we've done a special on Machine Head in a podcast series. Yeah. Um, you can go back there and we talk about Supercharger at length. We're both fans. Yeah. You no, know? Absolutely, yeah. But ultimately, when you, it's, the, it's the dirty album of Machine Head. Um, way more than the Burning Red is than anything yeah. else. Um, and that's annoying having to fucking argue that that case because there is an argument for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've written down, I uh, openly admitting, and this is very much Rob again, but <laughs> openly admitting that they would like to earn more money. They don't earn enough money. Okay. They, you know, they'd like to be a, get more radio play, especially around the time of, um, is there any body out there right when Rob was very very much on social media saying you know the point of this song is to get it on the radio and I, I understand that the band every band wants to make money of course I just don't think every, that always needs to be said yeah we, we know that mm. but don't uh, you know it's always going to make me feel uncomfortable if the band come we, we've talked about it actually at shows before if a band comes up and they start saying to you oh so hard yeah. you know what I mean if I see Rob on, on, online going uh, you know what, I'm going to clean this song up, I need to get on the radio, we're not earning enough money, 
I, I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I agree. Um, yeah, it's one of the it's one of the things that bug us um, both of us uh, on a personal level than anything else. We know we know this, and we want you to make more money, and everybody yeah, wants to make more yeah. money. But the problem is, is um, if you start saying that, there's a fair amount of people that will go, well, fucking, you know, if it's all about the money for you, I just ain't going to even do shit. Yeah. So you actually there's that whole fight thing, isn't it? Like where people, and we know it's stupid, but yep. where people are like, what, you do this for money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you exactly. Know? Exactly. You know, so yeah, just sometimes you don't need to say things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, talking about, if you want to, uh, my next one, kind of like, I'll follow on from that. If you want to earn money, here's an idea, you dickheads. Maybe don't just be, don't court controversy where it's not needed, e.g. the lyric lyrics and certain words that are said in bastards now this is one where i'm gonna get a little bit serious i understand the purpose of that song i understand what he was trying to get across and i completely support that however you can do that without a grown middle-aged past middle-aged white man saying those words i know you really want to flip your shit I say nothing. <laughs> i say nothing i just I, I think they were purposely designed to court controversy and get attention to that song and it's a pity that that's overridden, overridden what is a damn good song anyway. And I completely think I support his, his view and his rights to say that if he wants. I just don't think it's necessary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then go on, go on. You, you really no, want to no, say no, it? I, I, you, 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 no, I don't. I, you know, I, 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 I don't really have anything. I don't disagree with what you're saying. That's the thing. I don't disagree with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. there are other ways to say it. Um, you didn't have to say it. Yeah. You're caught in controversy. You're saying things you shouldn't say. But surely this uh, this is what happens in metal. I don't think that it was purposely done because if it hadn't been purposely done, it wouldn't have been put out what nearly a year previously. You know what I mean? This wasn't done for the album. Mm -hmm. You know, this was done as like what did he call it? what's a poetry slam or something like that. It was it was or I, I believe grabbing? it was, or, or to try and make a, a point. Do you think the point's lost though? Uh, I think it's lost on some people. <laughs> I get the fucking point. I completely get it, but I think the, the point I mean, is well, lost you, in the wider. Yeah, no, I understand. I do, I do. And I, I think a lot of people, he probably didn't mean it to happen this way, but a lot of people have latched on to the fact that they said the words rather than the meaning behind the words. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, the I lyrics that build up to you're it. Right, and in that you're saying that, you know, maybe you could have put that across differently yeah. then maybe more people would have got the message I think, yeah I think I think absolutely because the message in that song is strong yeah um, but and also and you're, you're aware of this as well it wouldn't have mattered to, to a large section of the metal community it wouldn't have mattered what words Machine Head had used either way they were going to have a problem with the song or Machine Head oh or yeah yeah because that's what you do it, it, negative people are vocal aren't they yeah oh yeah 100% 100% you know, but yeah, yeah so that's one of mine yeah know. no yeah he's good so far I think yeah no right yeah. <laughs> When you have one argument. <laughs> um, the fact that Machine Head don't do festival dates. Oh, well, um, well um, my exact next one is no festivals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never seen Machine Head headline a festival. I would love to. Yeah. I'd love to see Machine Head headline. I think, especially the way that Bloodstock are, are at the moment, I think Machine Head would be the perfect fucking headline. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to. I understand their reasoning behind it, and they've been open and honest about it, and that's fine if you want to be open and honest about it, but it doesn't mean that I'm happy about it. I want to see them at a festival. I, Only if it's Bloodstock. <laughs> My worry would be that they go, we're going to do a festival again, and they bloody got it down. Download, yeah. <laughs> but, no, you know. I agree. Um, the no festival thrill, real, um, real thing with Machine Head um, puzzles me, and um, I think it might have been fine for a time, but it's kind of funny, considering the earlier part of this portion of the video, we were talking about, oh, they want to make more money. Mm. Really? Well, here's a great idea. Uh, Machine Head have headlined Bloodstock in the past, uh, many, many years ago. 
they'd be they would be a headliner there. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a mistake, I think, for them to continue this trend of we're not doing festivals yeah. because we've been burnt in the past. I hope it changes. Yeah, the band changes. changing, maybe things will change with it. The next one's kind of funny because you talked about liking something earlier on, and it's something I hate about Machine Head. I hate Machine Head's covers. They have done so many stinkers over the year, and they probably shouldn't be covering. Colors, I said, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, whenever Machine Head have covered, they've often done a terrible job of it. There are some bad covers out there. Um, they shouldn't do it, basically. Uh, it, I, I wanted, thinking, there, there are a couple of good ones. No. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. I think the covers... Are, I, I think you're exclusively the covers on the albums, absolutely. The ones that have been released are, are pretty dire. Um, they did a couple, didn't they, like um, tribute ones, like Hallow Be No Name and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But they weren't like released as part of machine. No, they were like a like... separate bonus with a yeah. blackening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but even then, they didn't add anything new. Like I remember hearing, um, was a battery. I think they did. Yeah, battery. And it, it was an inferior version of battery. Yeah. And it's like, why? Just, just don't bother with any idiots. You know what I mean? Like you know, and stuff yeah. like that. And you're never going to do a better Hallowed Be Thy Name than Iron Maiden. Simple as that. So. No, of course not. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. You got any more? Enough. Oh yeah, I've got four hundred more. <laughs> That's ten. Um, so. Kind of leading a little bit towards the festival one, actually, but about the fact that they don't bring bands out as support uh, of any size. You know, we've spoken, I think we've probably spoken about this on podcasts and stuff yeah. like that before as well, actually. But um, I love seeing Machine Head play for two and a half hours, but I am aware in the back of my mind, I feel a little bit dirty because they're not giving anything back. Yep. You know, they would have been brought out on tour by people, and because of that, they were able to get their name out there and. I saw them as a support act yeah. uh, to somebody else and became a huge fan. And they, they, you know, they decided that they don't no longer want to give back to the community. Yeah. It's kind of how it feels to me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, 100% agree because my last thing I hate about Machine Head is how they no longer bring support bands out with them. Yeah. I have the exact same one. and We did say there's a high chance, particularly we're double up on this because we've got strong opinions on it. Yeah. What you said is 100% true. Um, when they first did the evening with Machine Head stuff and Tyler's stuff as such, I didn't mind. I understood it. It was fine. That's become the standard. Um, it's a mistake. Um, they're not giving back, and I do think they don't. They could still play two hours and have a band open for them. And we yeah. talked about the idea of look, man, take a little bit of work on it. You're always on social media anyway, Rob. Give a local band a chance. Hey, if you want to play at our show in Plymouth, in London, and so on, send us your bloody bloody. You know, yeah, yeah. I realize it would take some work and stuff like that. Yeah, but definitely. that suggests to me that then Machina just don't want to anymore. And it's like, damn, that sucks because yeah, no, you're it does, big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those weird because, like, you know, when we go to machine shows, I absolutely enjoy seeing them play for two and a half hours. Yeah, I absolutely do. But you just have that in the back of your mind all the time. It's like, should be someone here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there should be. Yeah, um, I'm all out, so it's all on you now. Are you? Yeah, that's my ten because we double up on a lot of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's say I've still got three. Cool, go for your three. Okay, these are a little bit more light-hearted now, but cool. I do mean them. All right, I'll start off right. This MVR fit thing that they do at their show. Okay. Fuck uh, my most, life, this is bollocks. Most valued rager? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, firstly, every person you give that t-shirt to happens to be the person hugging the railing. Yep. Now, you might have some lunatic going pitting for three and a half hours behind you. Yeah, and yeah. Because they're not hugging the railing for three and a half hours and this person has been standing there holding on, refusing to let anyone else get near you. Yeah. And just head banging their head, you're like, MVR. Yeah. I don't like the fact that even though it's done it out of a good place... It basically says, you're better than the rest of the fans. Is it very good? You know, and one of those reasons is because you know I'm a diehard fan. And I want, what, what the fuck me? You're never going to get one of them. Of you fuckers? <laughs> yeah, you, know you, know um... you think that the lady on her first ever show who's refused to let go of the railing won't pit. 
you know. And she's their most valued yeah, and she's more important than I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's so there is that. I like right. that one. And that leads into my second one. Seriously, uh, Rob, stop telling me the circle pit. Enough. Oh, I, I considered I'm, this. I mean, I, I, I am, you know, but if you, if I'm in the circle pit, and I've been circle pitting for the last 15 minutes and you're still standing there going, circle pit, circle pit. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Should we go the other way? That's fucking brilliant. You know I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Screen shattered instructions to circle nonstop. Yeah. No, brilliant. absolutely. Uh, and what was my, ah, my last one. Go on. It's not really going to matter after this last tour because he's leaving the band, but if for any reason he decides not to leave the band, they must absolutely ban Phil Demel from having guitar instrumental section at a live show. <laughs> I mean, I know the Gators a cracking guitarist. I know he is. But we have seen him do this twice now. Yeah. And he stands there for, what is it, like three minutes maybe? Two, two three minutes. And he goes, Mwah. Yeah, and then looks at notes. everyone and we're like go on then and he goes Mwah. Yeah. And you're like what are you doing three minutes later you go, Mwah, Mwah. <laughs> you're like Jesus Christ oh, yeah. we watched it once we were like that's terrible we, we joked about oh my god I hope he doesn't do it again but the, the, yeah, it, he was, did it, was it again. the same again it's the same like, thing yeah so if you're going to do it I mean just get Dave to do his drum solos or, or, or Jared to do a bass solo or Rob to whistle or something like that it's yeah. probably better than Phil doing his guitar solos man that's funny that's brilliant yeah so that's my 10 so yeah that's our 10 things we have about Machine Head um, I hope you enjoyed the video we're also going to be doing quite soon 10 things I love about Machine Head plus more this is going to be a continuing weekly series so if you have any suggestions what you want us to do 10 things we hate about or 10 things we love about keep them the same basically be it a band be it a movie be it a book or well yeah keep a fucking serious don't go to 10 things you hate about Twilight I've never read them so I'm going really, really struggling <laughs> yeah. with that, you know. No, um, don't do that. We'll have to read them. Try and keep it with the GBHBL theme. Games, brains, horror, and headbanging. Yeah. We're going to be basically sticking to music for the majority at first. You know, eventually we might branch out and you might see different videos without him and me with somebody else or something, you know, depending upon <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Um, ten things I hate about WWE, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no point That's not for you. That. Yeah. But yeah, so... It's all fake, man. <laughs> basically, that's number fucking one. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thank you. with 10 things we love about Machine Head. This is the first episode of the Love Series and we're talking the opposite to the last video. We're talking about love. We had 10 things we hate about Machine Head before. Now we're talking about 10 things we love. As again, as I said at the previous video, it's all tongue-in-cheek. We'll have a bit of seriousness. We'll try not to argue. Uh, Brendan has already been told from the previous video that he's not allowed to dispute stuff, um, which he shouldn't do here because it's no. a love one, but still. <laughs> yeah, so I, I won't argue. I'll try. Well, it's 10 things you love, really. Should we? I'd imagine here we might get a lot more crossover yeah. in the sense that beforehand, we don't know, we haven't discussed this, we didn't plan this out. I chose 10, he chose 10, um, and then we went from there. Yeah. So we'll start with you this time. You can go first with it. Yeah. Okay, again, these are not in any particular order. Of course. So they're just the way that they popped into my head. Yeah. Um, the first thing I wrote down is the lyrical content in a lot of their songs. Okay. Um, genuinely, songs like Darkness Within, 
Blood of the Zodiac, stuff like that, they really resonate with me. Like, you know, there's things that while I grew up, I latched onto, I believed, I felt, uh, you know, and yeah, so it's lyrical content. I think he's a, I think he's a very good lyricist. Yep. I know he has a lot of grief for it, actually, but I think he's a very good lyricist. Well, yeah, I mean, um, we talked in the last video, uh, the hate one, and yeah. we talked about lyrics there, uh, came but, up in that. You know how, like, we all have the band, we all have the, all, multiple bands where, you know, you almost like, you listen to songs and you think, oh, they're singing them about me. Yeah, and yeah. And that's what I get a lot of the time when I'm listening to Machina. That's cool, that's cool. Also, I'm not going to go on too long here, but no, um, yeah. I think actually, uh, on one particular song, I actually think they're the best lyrics I know in any metal song that I've ever listened to, particularly, and that's in uh, Pearls Before the Swine. Okay. Lyrically, I think, is one of the cleverest songs I've ever Why? read lyrically. I read the lyrics. I just think it's brilliant. Would you know the lyrics off your head? I'm not singing, though. No. Oh, well, what was it got? You haven't got to say, it, 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 say it, some it, of it them. It focuses on the religious side of things, doesn't it? Yep. So, it, you know, it's all about broke vows and broken rosaries, class peace, broken hands and tears. Uh, sorry, in prayer yep. and stuff like that. I think it's very, very clever. Cool. Yeah. There you go. Um, well, the spot there, man. Yeah, no, I, I realised <laughs> that. I was like, shit, if, you, if you've forgotten them, you're going to look yeah. right to it. Um, I have got something similar, but it's not quite. I'll get, so I'm not going to use it just yet. But I'm going to go my first one again, like Brennan said, not in any order. But the first word that came, it's one word, it's consistency. Um, not always at the start, but I'd say from the blackening onwards. Um, well, no, no, sorry. From Ashes and Empires onwards. Yeah. Um, it's been consistent, consistently yeah. great albums, consistently good songs, consistently well written, played, um, and everything about it has been consistent. Live shows, they've been consistent. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, it's yeah, simple no, as that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, my my second one. Go on. Again, it, it sounds kind of random where it's sitting, but this is really just what came into my head at the time. And I I'm a Obviously, we're big fans of guitars. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's really what we are. Uh, I love the harmonised guitar solos that Machine Head, especially in their later, the albums that you basically just yeah. listed, pulled in from Descend the Shades of Night, which was really the first time I heard them go full Really on. do that, yeah. The big, long, <clears throat> minute and a half, both guitars playing off of each other. Yep. And then, you know, we went from that into your halos, and I, I love that. I mean, that is... That is my musical dream, you know. If you're gonna put a song together and you put a two and a half minute long solo with two guitars playing off of each other, but they also recreate that sound perfectly live. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I love that. I mean, <clears throat> I'm guitar driven, but it's that it's that harmony of the two. Do you know what I mean? The way they time perfectly, one coming in, one coming out. Well, it's made Halo it. a freaking live staple. Yeah, that everyone goes nuts for no matter how many times you've heard it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, oh well, I love the family feel. Um, being a fan of Machine Head is like being part of a bit of a family. Machine Head fans, you know, you have a Machine Head gig, you feel safe, I guess is the word. You know, if you're paying, it feels good. I don't think I've ever really run into any dickheads out of Machine Head thing. Um, it's very much like that. It's like you're a Machine Head fan and proud of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, my one, which is almost, almost exactly the same as yours, actually, um, which was that... I didn't necessarily use the word family, but it was just the whole, the kind of live show, the feeling like of being part of Machine Head. You yep. do feel like you're part of the band. Um, I put down that, you know, at the show, there is all, you're all about Machine Head. The fans are fine. There's a, there is a family kind of feel yep. to it. Um, I wrote, what did I write? The way that the band chat with the crowd, you know, the, I, I, but I also added into that the fact that they're kind of, I, I kind of feel like they're ours, uh, as in, England, UK, Europe, right. Europe's probably yeah. fairer than, than just the UK. But the UK particularly, in that we sell out all their shows. 
the blood the sweat the beers comes from us machine yep. fucking head comes from, from us. us yeah you know he's been very vocal about how in darker times for the bands you know it's always it european the UK, yeah. that kept them still there and you feel that at the show you yep. feel almost like they're gra- grateful for it and then you're grateful for the fact that they're grateful yeah yeah, yeah and you all just kind of feel oh this is lovely. Just have a hug, yeah <laughs> you know you know stop being circle pits shout yeah. out to be hug pits um so uh, in the previous video the hate one we did sort of say there'd be contradictions and uh, that don't care we don't care you can say well you said in the other video you fucking said this and you said that it's like don't care it we're literally doing this for fun yeah i love the fact that rob flynn is outspoken as fuck basically if he's got an opinion he's gonna tell you about it high chance it's caused controversy it's caused massive issues for him but i quite enjoy it simple as that yep uh, and I, I also said that uh, there was one on the hate one that was also almost the same on the the, the love one. So the hate one, which was like, um, I can't remember it now. It's so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was um, uh, so, you know, how open he was, how emotional he can sometimes be. And it shows like a chink in his armor sometimes, which yep. you don't like with a hero. Uh, but on my love one, I've, I've written, I love how open Rob can be, <laughs> especially emotionally. It shows, I, it makes me feel that he's genuine. Yeah. That's really all it is. I believe him. Yep. Um, yeah, it makes you feel like you kind of know him. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're connected more, aren't you? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So, and kind of tying into the outspoken thing is it's a love thing specifically for this. I love the open condemnation, condemnation of Phil Anselmo that followed Phil Anselmo's incident, as we'll refer to that, I guess. Um, well, everyone was pretty much down in it. No mm. one, no one made that perfectly clear than Machine Head, um, and that took. I think that took a level of balls as well to go as far as they Rob did, Machine did yeah, in I regards agree. to that. And I love that because that's what we need more of. You fucked up and you don't just deserve to be walking away and going, I, I was talking about wine, you know, even if everyone else was laughing at you in articles and shit like that, you know. Yeah. It took, there wasn't a massive amount of noise from high-powered musicians in the scene. It was more the media that was doing the condemnation, except for the likes of Rob Flynn, yeah. who were like, nah, that's bullshit, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah love that. Yep, no, absolutely. Um, kind, kind of along the lyrical side of things, I guess, again. But right. um, I, I quite like the fact that, especially, again, well, it's always been there, but the political kind of tones and leanings that they have in their lyrics. Okay. I like the fact that they challenge society and call things out. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I just, I just, I, you know, I like it. I think it's done clever. I think it's done well. I know Bastards is contentious. Contentious, yeah. But, you know... Um, from from things like in comes the flood, you know I I just think uh, they, they 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 don't come out and call like you know just start calling say people suck or anything like you know they write clever lyrics as almost like warnings about what's happening. Yep. Um, you know I, I find yeah I find it interesting. Well I've got a similar one which is basically the same thing. Um, they've tried to have their finger on the pulse yeah. of what it what's now both musically and lyrically. Uh, which I guess is a similar thing, which is, you know, paying attention to other current events, yeah. uh, current trends. Yeah. You know, that wasn't always worked out as we saw in the Burning Red and stuff like that. But yeah, lyrically and stuff like that, um, you know, and we uh, Sebastian contentious and all that, but it was on point to what is a... Yeah, yeah, now. absolutely. Yeah, um, and while they're not alone in the rock and metal world of doing that, um, I think Machine Head articulate that better than most. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree completely. Yeah. Um, which, one, which one shall I go for? Okay, I, I quite I like how resilient they are. Um, I, I see Machine Head as one of the most resilient bands out there, to me. Okay. Um, 
I, I think they get a lot of grief. I think they had, whether it doesn't matter if it's self-inflicted or not. And I do think some of it's self-inflicted. Yeah. Uh, you know the the, the supercharger stuff and all that sort of stuff. Fair enough. But as a band, <laughs> they seem to get knocked down reasonably they get regularly, down. and they get up again. <laughs> <laughs> but they come back often much stronger. You know, like a, you know, the, all the stuff around Supercharger kicked off the label, and then they, you come back with Through the Ashes of Empires. Yep. You know, everyone goes, oh, one-off record, never going to happen again. You come out with the blackening. Yep. Uh, and I love how resilient they are. It's like, a, it's like there's this huge circle of people that are waiting for them to fuck up and yep. fail, yet they just don't. They, 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 you know, they come yeah, back, yeah. like you said, with the consistency thing. It's like, oh, this next time machine will come out, it's going to be the worst thing. Oh, no, actually, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah, like, you know there's a certain level of glee. I mean, it makes me kind of proud because I'm a big fan of them to go, yes, there you go. Woo, yeah, you know, that yeah, kind of relief thing. As yeah. Well. yeah, no, it's relief as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, talking similar to that, um, my next one, one thing I love about Machine Head is that um, everyone, and I mean everyone, because if you say you don't, you're probably lying and you're just being that guy or that girl. Everyone in metal respects the blackening. Even if you don't like the previous stuff or the stuff that follows, <clears throat> there isn't a person out there that doesn't go, yeah, you know what, it, 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 it's, it's, it's either good or it's great or it's got yeah. this and it's got that. Everyone respects the blackening yeah. as being a game-changing album, uh, an album of uh, the century, an album of the year and things like that. That's what I love, that they actually did release that. No, very few bands in their lifetime get get even get get one. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. get that. Let alone something so powerful. If you're lucky and you like some talent, you might get two or three. Yeah. Um, but Machine had got one, did one. That will be, and they've done great albums around that as well. But the Blackening is there, there amongst among. Yeah. It's amongst. It's it's got, it will forever be. be. Yeah. Be it's amongst, referenced by bands. It's alongside forever. Metallica's Master of Puppets and the, you know what I mean. Slayer's um, what's call it um. I was going to say Cypher Heaven, uh, but um, that's probably, yeah, but you see what I mean? Like those yeah, yeah, yeah. big ones, um, that's an incredible feat, yeah, basically. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, more, more from a personal level, I guess, but for me, I always felt like, um, obviously I'm a massive Machine fan, but I always felt like um, I kind of grew up with them. I know it sounds really weird, but my life was almost in sync with them yeah, and yeah. their timings, you know what I mean? I was getting into metal when they were just releasing their first album. When new metal was even affecting my life, they were going through their new metal phase. Yep. Uh, you know, as I was getting into heavier stuff, they were releasing Imperium and things like that. You know what I mean? It's always been like in sync. It's always been like this kind of inspiration out of a, you almost tread this path with them. Yeah. You know, which I love. It's like that band that, in my early days, I got into them, but it was also their early days. And yeah, all their trials and tribulations, you know, them being kicked off the label, that hurt me as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I was now a big fan. And then their comeback when they were so happy and I was so happy. It's almost like it's like our lives have been in sync. Yeah. Which sounds kind of creepy when I say it out loud. <laughs> you do you start sounding a bit stalkerish, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you know, one of my, my, my next one, one of the things I love about Machine Head, and I can't say this for a lot of the big bands anymore, but Machine Head are still accessible. And what I mean by that is that <coughs> um, if, I wanted, if Machine Head announced a UK tour tomorrow, I know I'm going to be able to go. I know yeah. it's going to be affordable. I know it's going to be at one of the top venues in London, but not stadium. Yeah. Uh, and I know that's you know that can be seen as a downer because they've never reached the upper tier, the top tier. But for me, I I love that. I love the fact that the Roundhouse they last played in London is the Roundhouse, and I think tickets were just about thirty two pound. Yeah. Um, which is incredibly reasonable for a band with the size of Machine Head. Absolutely. You know. Um, Absolutely. I love that. I love the they fact did that two nights there as well. Yeah. And, and I love that I can came, take my they son. They could get away with. 
uh, more. They could. I, you know, I, I wouldn't have flinched at 40. 40, quid. yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah cause I would, I see them as, they're not, like I said, there's a top tier and then there's this lower thing where you get your likes of your Avenger 7 policy, bring them horizon mm. and stuff like that. I put Machine Head in that branch. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong for doing that. Maybe they shouldn't be. Other people would see them as a step below yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm getting it wrong. But I think that's what it is, you know? And they're selling, like they come to the UK and they get two nights to the house and they sell out both. Mm -hmm. And they sell out all across the country okay. and all that. And yeah. It's like, but this still costs cheap. It's accessible, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> My next one I've written is, is two very, very short words. Dave McLean. I'm a massive fan of Dave McLean. Right. I think he's fucking awesome. I think he's an amazing drummer. Uh, but also, like, you know, you don't see an awful lot of him on the social media stuff and all that. But the bits I do, he's extremely interesting, but he's also an amazing drummer. And to me, he's almost like the glue that held Machine Head together. You know, through everything else that happened, whenever there was troubles and everything like that. The one thing that's consistent, talk about consistency in Machine yeah. Head, is the drumming all the way through. Mm. Doesn't yeah, matter never, what the style of drumming, never whether it's the styling yeah. on the Burning Red or the styles on the Morphing Stranger, which is a much darker, deeper tone. To you know, songs where uh, you know where I don't know, like Bloodstone and Diamonds has some songs where they're using sparingly, but they even get like blast beats and stuff across yeah. a couple of songs. He is like he's versatile, but you can. There are complaints about Rob. There are complaints about bassists. There are complaints about guitarists. But Dave is just Mr. Consistency. I would agree with that. Yeah, and you I love him for that. You rarely hear. Yeah, he's got. He's got. He's, he's going to be a loss. I loved him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you loved him. <laughs> um, Okay, so again, totally opposite to what I've arguably said in the last, but it's a little bit different because I'm talking about the fans, not talking about me personally. So in the hate video, I talked about how the fact I didn't like they brought out like um, bands with them anymore on tours. But I would say one of the things I love about them is that they give fans every penny's worth of their money. Um, whatever you're spending on, be it merchandise CDs um, and live shows, if you go to see them, you're going to get your money's worth. You're going to see a set list filled with everything you probably want to hear, barring unless you're a super fan. The you know the stuff that you want to see that you don't yeah. get to see yeah like the rarities uh, and yeah the rarities you know oh play the fucking police cover you know? <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that one live you know um they give that band that you get your money's worth no one comes out of a machine and I'm actually going to tie this into one other actually at the same time um you never come out of a machine and, uh show dissatisfied because also they're one of the greatest live bands still. Yeah. That's one tired, of my other ones, yeah. As fuck, man. Yeah, we're yeah. always saying metal, like basically you got to be able to do on stage what you record on an album. Yep. And I've never not, I've never not seen Machine Head good. I would argue that sometimes it's better. Yeah. Because it adds some it of the songs are heavier, especially the stuff fuck. from the um, Supercharger and uh, yeah. Bulldozer is probably the best example actually. Absolutely. Bulldozer is a raging fucking thrash song life. Um, <laughs> what I, uh, I will we'll slightly, we'll slightly go on to it then um, off subject, but I've got to bring it up. And um, one of the things that I blew my mind and made me such a big fan of Bulldozer wasn't the original song. It was when I heard it on the version of the album uh, Machine Fucking No, not Machine Fucking Head. Um, the other Hell one. Hell Alive. Hell Alive. Yeah. Uh, opens with Bulldozer, and yeah. it is oh my god, is yeah. that version like whoa yeah. yeah no you're right actually yeah they're probably better because even um is there anybody out there we yeah. can play live at the last show it's fucking mental live yeah uh, yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> you know, we were, it we was didn't... like it was a pitting song where you'd never have got that in your mind like from the recording you absolutely know? absolutely so live down just an absolute killer yeah. band and i said you get your money's worth yeah <clears throat> uh okay <laughs> it's a bit oh, of a random God. one okay i love that metallica like them <laughs> I did wonder about putting on there. I love that Metallica took him out that time to Wembley. Well, that's kind of what my point. It was. I mean, first of all, right? You know, again, no secret. We're also big Metallica fans. Yeah. 
you know, and uh, I, I was a Metallica fan before I was any, a fan of any other metal band. Yep. You know, so when a hero kind of like approves of your choice, yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean? it's like you choice. Bring, your, bring your girlfriend home and mum goes, yeah, yeah, she's a keeper. She's a keeper. <laughs> and I was, it was like James Hetfield, by bringing Machine Head out, not only did you allow me to see the two of you together, which was brilliant, not just together at the set, but also you come on stage and played, uh, I think it was Aesthetics of Hate. Uh, so James Hetfield came out on guitar. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Aesthetics of Hate. This is the ones at the O2. At yeah, the yeah, O2. that's right, yeah. So not only did I get to see you both together, <laughs> yep. um, but then I got to see you both together multiple times, Ooh. and you played together on stage. Uh, and you approve of my choice. Yeah. You know, so I love that. I, that. That makes me makes me really happy. It must make you really unhappy that Metallica have moved on. They found a new girl. Yeah. They're, they're going out with Ghost now. <laughs> That's all right. They can go out with Ghost now. <laughs> well, I've got one more, and it's a really random one as well, but I still quite love it. I love that Machine Head basically went, we're not playing you, Sonosphere, because you put Limp Biscuit higher than us. Mm. <laughs> still fun. And this was Limp Biscuit when they first came back, and basically... Um, they, Sonosphere got hold of Limp Bizkit and bumped Machine Head down from what was their earlier slot. Now we don't know the ins and outs per se, but obviously they were clearly, Machine Head were told they would have this slot in this time and they were told, no sorry, you've now got to play it earlier because Limp Bizkit are going to have it. And Machine Head were like, that's bullshit, we're not going to play you. Or we're not going to play it then, they are high. Good on you man, yeah. fuck Limp Bizkit. You know, come back and say, like, yeah everybody we're back, we're going to do Rolling, we're going to release a new album, which you still haven't, fucking idiots. Yeah. Um, can I, can I, can I add? A, I'm not going to argue on it because I agree with you completely. Yeah. But can I add a little bit? To of it? course. Purely because I know a little bit more about it, but only because I watched a video on it today. Okay. Uh, and it was um, basically, I think it was like someone from Metal Injection or someone like that who was interviewing Rob, uh, and he was telling he was he was doing this thing where they, he relayed Wikipedia facts to him, and then Rob says whether they were true or not. Oh really? And one of the facts was about the Limp Bizkit thing, and then yeah. Rob tells the story. And you're right, absolutely, what happened is absolutely right. Wicked. But he gives a bit more context on it in that, um, firstly, Sonosphere told Machine Head or told Rob that uh, basically we're struggling on ticket sales. Really? Um, and we've got an opportunity to get Limp Biscuit, And this was like right at the last minute. Wow. Uh, so they tried to bump down. And then what you said is absolutely true. Machine and were basically like, nah, that's not how it works. Yep. This is our slot. We're not going below them. Yep. They can go below us. Yeah. Um, or we're out. Uh, and they, some of the wouldn't have it, so they pulled out. Uh, but they did end up playing. Yes, they did. Um, and he he wanted to clarify it in this video because he was saying a lot of people thought and then Machine went, oh God, we're going to lose money, we better do it. Right. And he said, actually, you, he went, here's what happened. Um, we, we we were done, we weren't going. And then Sonosphere, bookers, whatever, came to us. And there was about a day or two of negotiating a discussion of them, which were basically them begging us to continue playing. Yep. Uh, and what they ended up doing was they had tripled our fee. Oh. They flew us out there on private jets. Oh my God. And said, if we do all this, will you play? So Rob went, yeah, right. <laughs> That's some good negotiation. Like, so many people will be so angry if they're hearing that, you know that. Yeah, they probably will be. But you know what? <laughs> Rob was like, you know what? We're, we're a band at the end of the day. We still want to play. Do you know what I mean? He's like, so they were like, oh, we'll give you loads of money. We'll chuck you on private jets. You know, we'll, we'll look after you. Please come and play. Please yeah, play. yeah. So he went, go on then. We'll go on then. All right, then you've twisted my yeah. arm. So, I, you, know, I, 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 you know, I don't think, for me, that doesn't show him in a band. I, I personally, it doesn't show him in a band. Like, I think it's funny. I mean, it's a funny story. Yeah, it's a, it's a funny story. You know. But yeah, it's one of those things that definitely sort of love. And that's me out. That's my yeah. 10. And my last one. Um, I basically love the fact that Rob is a pivotal point for shit stirring <laughs> and opinions and arguments and trolls. Right. Um, I quite, I like a little debate and argument and heated and stuff like that. And yeah. Rob, I don't think he does it purposely, but basically you're almost guaranteed that by Rob coming out with something on social media... There's about to be a big kickoff. Yeah. 
And I like that. To be honest, I think he keeps shit interesting. <laughs> I know that's a really weird thing. Really, you know, Rob will come out, he'll put a song out there, he'll call controversy, and everyone will kick off about it. And for about three weeks, there's a load of topics and debates. So I'm great. I'm glad that he does that stuff. Yeah. Because I find that much more interesting than everyone just going, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's actually strong opinions and yeah. it's going to cause a bit of debate. Yeah. So, yeah, it's basically like, it's like, I almost feel like he's one of those guys who's basically just trying to wind everyone up. It's like he's a little bit of a troublemaker. He's like, oh, I'm just going to go on the, on the internet and write this. There we go. <laughs> you know. There's our 10 things we love about Machine Head. So thank you for watching. Make sure you check out the 10 things we hate about Machine Head. And um, if you have any suggestions about what we should do, 10 things I love and or hate about a certain subject, band and so on, send them my way in the comment section. We'll do it.